Cameron, I'm very sorry to our listeners that we tricked them so good last week. Mm-hmm. We received so much just mail, regular mail, electronic mail. I would actually prefer you not you not lie like that because because we already tricked would, them once. Well, because people would expect me to read it at the end of this. <laughs> We, that episode is not coming. I'll read some. You got us so good, and you weren't explicit at all. <laughs> this is my new favorite podcast because they tricked me so good. I was so confused when you were talking about Nikki Hunter, but then I was like, oh, they got me so good. I love those boys. Thanks, all three of you different people who definitely wrote in. <laughs> who definitely, definitely did that. Um, I am surf- suffering... Um, a bit of cosmic karma. I don't think since we've ended that episode that I've stopped sneezing. Oh no. I well, I feel that. fine. Great. I am just, it's allergy seasons. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just particularly bad this year. I don't know what, but like the bottom side of my nose hurts because oh, I've no. been blowing it so much. You never just rub your nose raw. Oh, I do. I hate, and, that's why I say, oh no, because I hate it. And I just, I can't stop sneezing. I hate that for you. I know. I'm sorry. That's the worst. Please take this cosmic karma away from me. Well, hopefully by the time this actually comes out, you won't still be sneezing. Hopefully. I normally only have allergies for like two-ish weeks. Well, we're nearly at... Well, I guess we're not really nearly at the end of that because of our recording. We're pretty close. It's true. soon... Hopefully they go away very soon. I'm very tired. You will rest. My dear friend. That's true. But then I have to get up and go to work. And go work those payrolls. Work the payrolls. Did I ever tell you about that time? We might have even said that on he- on here. So, you know, whatever. But when you were when you worked at Hastings, I think it's when we both worked there, but you would go change the sign. Mm-hmm. You had the big long pole that you got, you got to keep after they closed. It's true. I did. Um, but you were out there changing the letters. And my wife was driving by and she snapped your picture and sent it to me and said, chances out working that pole for that cash. That's true. On a street corner, no less. <laughs> just one, one of the funny, funny little things. I just think about that sometimes. Chance working that to, pole for that cash. I need to find my pole. <laughs> you surely don't still have it with you. It's somewhere. I had, um, some of the long timers at Hastings when it closed stole it for me because because stick it, it to the man it was mine i had at requested for a year for that i had been like hey this one's barely working anymore hey this one's barely working anymore like it's was getting... it just like as a trophy what was it just like as a trophy you were wanting it just a memory no cuz it's mine oh just cuz it's yours i requested for a year and finally Josh, our, our manager, uh, goes, he goes, I will put in the request. I will put in the, they're going to say no, but I will put in the request. <laughs> a week later, it shows up. And I'm like, this is mine now. The new poll? It's like, sure if anyone else needs to change one. the sign, they have to use the old poll. This one is mine. You kept the new poll? <laughs> I did. I kept the new poll. <laughs> I think he's loved you that much. Well, no, I stole it. <laughs> <clears throat> You loved Hastings that much that you stole from it. But I'm not 100% sure where my pole is now. 
I don't think it's been with you here in Norman or in Moore. No, probably not. It must be at the place where I stored my stuff in Stillwater. If you're out there in Stillwater and you go on the hunt for Chance's pole, um, there is no cash prize for finding it. And you don't get to keep it because it's his. It's my pole. But you can give it back to him and we'll read <laughs> we'll read your name on air. It's like that, uh, you know, the story of the man who left the clues and the hidden keys all over the world. There's like 12 clues, 12 keys, 12 yeah. grave deposit boxes with precious stones inside, but only one of them has ever been found. No, there's three of them that have been found. Three? But yeah. Okay. But still, it's that sort of situation. No one's ever going to find that pole. I'm, I'm texting who should know right now. I'm texting him. I'll keep you guys updated as the podcast progresses about the to- the pole hunt. The secret is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, there was... The treasure hunt. Yeah, his widow's confirmed that the other boxes aren't still out there or something like that. They're not? No. Bummer. Or at least... There might still be like pieces of it out there, but like it's whatever. Really you... smart that he didn't keep a record of exactly where he put them. I know, right? <laughs> what a just a funny little piece of history, man! The eighties were wild. The eighties, man, you just do whatever you wanted. I don't, I don't yeah, I don't think my sign changing pole ever came to North. Because where would it have gone? Your house was so small. Yeah, you didn't have room for something like that. I always thought. Man, I could just go change the sign at any movie theater I wanted. That's power. That's power. And no one would ever like question me. No one would be like, "Are you supposed to be changing that sign?" They'd why think, would I be? Why would I be doing this if I wasn't? <laughs> Does someone just own a pole like this? <laughs> you ever heard of something like that? I don't recognize you as someone who works here. I'm on the other shift all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Shift. Corporate called and said they needed the sign changed, and here I am. The movie of the day is Butt Soup. Don't it's that thing it. where if you if you carry a ladder, <laughs> like you can go anywhere. Exactly. If you change a letter, if you carry a letter changing pole with you and change letters, no one's going to question it. I think at one point, I think at one point, my goal, or I, I at least considered turning it into a. Um, or creating like a shelf for it to make mm-hmm. it an indigo lantern staff. Oh, that'd be fun. What else are you going to do with something like that? <clears throat> Illicitly change signs. Oh, yes. That one thing that we've already established. That you <laughs> would do. I remember in high school, I was on student council, and apparently my one job that they really needed me to do was me and one other guy. Our job was to go change the marquee, and it was out in front of the school, and you had to climb up this rickety ladder onto this little metal platform. And like changed the letters out, but my guy who was supposed to help me was scared of heights, and so he wouldn't climb up there. So it was just me by myself. <laughs> See, and if you had known me, and if I had stolen my pole, I could have helped him out. Well, we could have done back in the 2005. We'd have been unstoppable. Unstoppable. Think Damn. of what we could do together with a pole in a dream. you by the CW, Dare to Defy, 
Unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. Well, here we are. Mm-hmm. At the end of another season, the second half of a two-part episode split in the middle by the greatest practical joke that's ever been conceived of by man, Yeah, really according good. to the New York Times. Yeah, we're, we're sure by we now Congress is considering legislation to make what we did illegal, because we got mm-hmm. you We've been in talks with the impractical jokers to join them for whatever whatever it is they do. I don't actually know. I, I yeah, I was like, are those people? I don't. They're they're people. I don't know exactly what they do, but they go on tour and probably make a lot of money. So, oh. if you want to get at us for our great jokes and tricks and it, schemes, wonderful pranks, it's very impractical. <laughs> the best pranks. Um. Just by, you know, by the out. time you're hearing this, we've gotten a hundred letters. You got me so good. Mm-hmm. Each one with the little there's a little wet spot with a tear from sadness or laughter. I don't know. You know, it's true it's for me. To, it's up for me to decide. Um, yes, but that's not what we're here today. Is not about tricks. Today is about murder. The oh, oldest trick in the book. I thought you were going to say treats. Oh, and treats, but also murder. The oldest <laughs> trick and or treat in the book. Today is not about tricks. Today is about treats. And that treat is murder. <laughs> Actually, in if we're talking the Bible being the book, it's the second oldest trick. The first one being the serpent. And then the second one being Cain killing his brother. Is the serpent's trick like getting people to do what you want by telling the truth? You know, there we can have some different interpretations on these things. <laughs> we don't need to go into it too much. But the murder. The murder one is for sure. That one's pretty clear. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a pretty fast it's a pretty early trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe the second, maybe the first. I don't know. We don't need yeah, to get into Um, but yes, one of, one of the oldest tricks in the book. And I'm going to move on from this joke because we just keep <laughs> circling the drain. <laughs> I'm just sitting around. I like <laughs> to think you and I have established a pretty firm but close orbit to the drain. Mm-hmm. We're never quite in. We're never quite out. <laughs> We're like that turd that just won't flush. <laughs> like that turd that just won't flush. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's time to come up with what eight episodes? Eight, I think eight is good. Um, yeah, so we're we've laid out some of the things that we want for season six mm-hmm. reboot of Boy Meets World, which will be a murder mystery. I'm going to talk over some of those key points that we've already established. Maybe some things we want from each episode to be in the episode, um, which I think was the main thing that we did and walked away with. Um, so I have my document here. You shared it with me? I believe so. It's the same one as before. Let me look. Yes, here it is. I have. All right. So just going on a plot points from each episode that we were planning to keep and incorporate in some way. Um, from his answer, a proposal. And also introducing Rachel, um, her answer to Panga being unable to go through with it. I forget exactly how we were going to work that out, but we'll figure it out because we're so smart. Um, Ain't college great. Feeney is retired and Corey is registering for classes. Um, Friendly persuasion. If Sean and Angela break up, Corey hangs out with Angela, but not in a weird way. Feeney comes back. We have the Dean being introduced or sort of reintroduced. Um, better than the average Corey, there's an artist. That's it. Um, hogs and kisses, Corey yelling out to Panga and ripping his shirt. 
everybody loves Stuart. We are going to have Stuart be involved. Um, you're married, your dad, Gambling Dan is also going to be involved. Um, we have Poetic License, an ode to Holden Caulfield. Sean is writing a book about college. I think you'd mentioned it maybe being a framing device for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps that. And in case I don't see it, we hear Rachel's trauma, which is not um, stuffed rabbit based, um, right. but other, other trauma. Um, Santa's little helpers, we do have Tommy come on the scene. We'll have a good time then. We have Chet. Chet also dies. Um, getting hitched. Corey and Topanga live together. Sean has to leave town. Um, road trip. We do want a Nobody's Angel reunion. I think we'll have the pull to make that happen. Um, and then Topanga is secretly a big fan of Nobody's Angel, which isn't in the actual show, but I think so. My um, baby Valentine. We were going to keep a premature birth in there from Resurrection. We have lots of hospital stuff. Um, can I help to cheer you? A farewell to Tommy. There's also Stan Stan, the plumber man. Let me write that down here. Stan Stan, the plumber man. Plumber man. Um, be true. We're going to have our <laughs> imperialist uh, friend, enemy. I don't know. Um, the truth about honesty. There is a dinner party and like a parlor room scene where the killer mm-hmm. is revealed. It's the climax. Of course. Uh, the psychotic episode, Corey Red Herring, um, where he's thinking he's behind these killings. And then mm-hmm. State of the Unions, where the truth about Topanga's parents is revealed. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. The truth being that uh, Nebula is the murderer mm-hmm. and also Stan stands man to make his mom's love child. Duh. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, so we have some character arcs that we want to focus on over the course of these eight episodes. We'll see if we can do it. Um, Sean and Angela, they break up. Maybe get back together. Maybe not. Corey, he can't have been the killer. So he's our detective. I thought of a way to give him a good alibi um, where he can't have been the killer. So we'll get Mm -hmm. into that later. Topanga, she has her life in Yale. She does come back home. There's family secrets. Sean is meeting new friends in college and also some dad stuff. Corey and Angela, their friendship grows and it feels genuine. Um, Feeney comes out of retirement and finds love. We have a Jack, Eric, and Rachel thing. Where Rachel moves in with the boys after being kicked out by her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, his dad, comes back into town, comma, dies. The dad, not Jack. Um, Eric, the Tommy of it all. Um, Rachel is kicked out of her house, figuring out who she is. Louie is a stalker? Red herring? <laughs> um, Amy and Alan are having a baby, and Morgan is forgotten. <laughs> Just like the real show. Just like Morgan who the, the Matthews have three kids, right? Mm-hmm. They have three kids, three boys. <laughs> three boys. One of them isn't born yet. No, Morgan. Okay. Um, yes. Now, before we get started episoding them, um, we have some casting. I did one. Cameron did mm-hmm. all the others. Yes. Well, together we did the Rhiannon and Jedediah of Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Um, Chance, do you want to say yours? Um, I thought of one kind of a, a Instagram model-y vibe who's young enough to play the part and has a connection to the franchise. I think R- Rachel needs to be Rowan Blanchard, uh, <sighs> Riley Matthews herself. I just think that's fun. I like it. 
I like it. Um, so some of these we need to figure out. Like I have some options. Okay. <laughs> some are more jokey than others. Um, but for gambling, Dan, I was like, this guy needs to just be dirty. Blech. Um, so I said Timothy Chalamet. He's not actually dirty. Um, but he just kind of looks a little greasy sometimes to me. Um, <laughs> or um, at Dacre Montgomery, who played Billy in Stranger Things. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I feel like he has that look too. Um, so we can decide that. You know, some of these we can decide as we go. Um, for Louie, I said either Finn Wolfhard. I was just, I guess, I was on a Stranger Things kick with like Finn Wolfhard because he's pretty young. Or just literally no one famous, like a nobody, mm. um, you know, and introducing someone completely new. Sure. Love it. Um, for the Dean, I had a few options that kind of depended on how we wanted to go. Though I think we already cast the Dean now that I think about it. I don't know. I want to say we cast the Dean previously and we said it was Annette O'Toole, but I don't know if that's right. It'd be a great choice. I mean, yeah, but... Not helpful for these great choices that I've made. I think we would have had to have cast the Dean in the end of season four. That's what I'm thinking. We well, did. We did. But I just like these pairings. But Annette O'Toole is more of an age with Anderson Cooper. And it's going to really change some of my choices here. Because originally I'd said the Dean could be Catherine O'Hara, which is Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. A little older than... Or we would probably want her to be. But then I wanted the Imperialist boyfriend to be Dan Levy, who is Johnny Rose on Shit's Creek. Um, like they're the main couple. And I just thought that was funny. Um, I also proposed Jennifer Coolidge um, or Michelle Yeoh, just because she's a big name right now. And I think she's great. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess we already have her cast, so it doesn't matter. And then I was trying to think, who is really just, you know, terrible? And I said, Rowan Atkinson. As the imperialist know. boyfriend. I don't know who that is. Uh, Mr. Bean. Oh, okay. But then I was like, eh, I don't know. So I said maybe Gary Oldman. Because I feel like he's really good at being bad. Um, yeah. And also, weirdly, Kelsey Grammer, I think, would be an interesting choice. Yeah. So I think I'm going with, with Kelsey Grammer for that one. Love it. Because why not? Um, I guess I'll just take the Dean off. Um, then for Stuart, this is the one when we went and saw the um, D and D movie. This guy mm -hmm. was in it, uh, Reggie Jean Page. Mm. Um, and I think he'd be good at Stuart, not because he's a, big, a bad, creepy guy as Stuart is, but I just think he's got so much charisma. Mm -hmm. It's like you can't help but like the guy. He needs um, to I don't be know charismatic. exactly, huh? He needs to be charismatic. Yeah, and he's he's got charismatic for days. Mm -hmm. He got charismatic. He's got charisma. Um, so for the, this is when we're getting into some of these um, other red herrings. Because one thing that I did do in the break, I didn't watch Wednesday. I just didn't. It didn't happen. But I did watch the first episode of Poker Face. And then I don't have Peacock. So I, like, I didn't pay for Peacock. So I didn't pay. I can't watch any more of it. <laughs> um, but the first episode was great. And I thought, I mean, she's too old for this particular role. Because she's like a little older than us. Um, but if the artist, if we didn't want to do teen artists, but be older, I thought Natasha Leone. I just was so charmed by her um, in that show. You know who that is? Um, no. She was the main character in Russian Doll. Oh, okay. She's got that really like gravelly yeah, I voice. Um, I, I was just very charmed. Or if we wanted to go younger, 
uh, Bella Ramsey, who plays, um, what's her name? Ellie in uh, The Last of Us. Okay. So it kind of depends on how we want to go there. Um, I'm thinking probably would, well, we can decide. Um, for Stan, Stan the Plumber Man, again, another pull from, uh, what's it called? From Poker Face. Um, it's just Adrian Brody, because he did a really good job of being just this slimy uh, casino owner. Um, or we just go like best TV villain of all time and do Giancarlo Esposito or Giancarlo Esposito, excuse me, um, from Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was trying to think for Stan Stan um, and Rhiannon's love child Nebula. Um, possibly Anya Taylor Joy. She just looks like she could be crazy. No, I don't mean that in a demeaning way. Like, I feel like she could play that very well. Mm-hmm. Um, or Natalia Dyer, because, again, I was on a Stranger Things kick. Who's that one? She's the um, older sister in Stranger Things. I'm blanking on her name right now. Nancy. Nancy, yes. She's Nancy. Okay. I love all of these. You did a great job. So a couple we have to decide. I think I'm going to – I've been saying I'm going to get Timothy Chalamet in this dang show since the first season that we did it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put him in it. It's happening. All right. He's gambling Dan. Gambling Dan, you're in. I think I'll probably, I don't know. I still don't know about the artist. I don't know if they need to be older or younger. It kind of depends. We can see later. Um, I just, we're going with Giancarlo Esposito. We're doing it. And then I think I am going to go with Natalia Dyer as Nebula. There it is. She's cray. I've nearly done it. Just haven't decided with the artist. But there we go. There's some of our casting. I love it. If I did a bad job, anyone, you just let me know. I can take the criticism. I won't be chuffed. <sighs> These are some really pivotal roles you're casting. I know. Um, yeah, so that's it. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you later. <laughs> just joking. Got you again. We will uh, pick this up in part three. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've been thinking a little bit about the structure. Mm-hmm. And I think the first episode needs to take place on graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else takes place freshman year of college. So we have like a time skip between the two. Yeah, which is how the first, like the uh, regular season goes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so just starting to put these in episodes um, before we talk about how they'll fit. Mm-hmm. That that clearly means that his answer and her answer will be the main focus of season one. Mm-hmm. All right, that's one. one. Yep. Um, I don't know that there's a lot else we're gonna get in there. Um, we can have Stan, yeah. Stan Plumber Man I mean, show up. I feel like I mean episode one needs to end with the murder. Yes. Not necessarily yeah. the discovery of the murder, but the murder. Yeah. Yeah. How does the murder work? That's a good question. If we want Minkus to die. Why was Minkus dying again? Because we have to kill somebody. Uh, yeah. Why did we say, though? Well, oh, why in the thing? Because uh-huh. um, Minkus has... He just uh, knows too much? Well, yeah, because he's been outside of time. Yeah. You have to die. Mm-hmm. Minkus has been outside of time, so he has to die. Making this the third season in a row, Minkus is the inciting incident. <laughs> in third season, he's secretly the desi- the inciting incident, or fourth season, he's secretly the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's Ricky in season two or season uh, five, and now yes, and now here he is. Um, so yes, our Minkus comes back for graduation. He's gonna stay. He's gonna live his life. He's lived a thousand lives, but he hasn't lived his own. <laughs> it's rough, man. It's tough and, outside of time. Um, he's hanging out. Uh, he and Topanga go off to talk about Yale because she hasn't made her decision yet. Um, and that's what puts him on the hit list and what puts Topanga on the hit list. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebula's gone rogue. We don't know this yet, but yeah, we won't see. Yet. We won't see who it is. I think, however, yeah. he gets offed, it'll probably be like a opening the door or a. Mm-hmm. You know, like a point of view camera behind him or something. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't know what you have, but I think the reason that it can't be Corey or Topanga is because they were off getting married somewhere when he died. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking that, but that works. What were you thinking? Well, because I was just thinking Corey, because we'd said that he would have to be the only one that it couldn't be. Um, But I was thinking, you know, he made him this journalist. Maybe he's already gotten in with the paper at um, Pembroke. And one thing that they do on the paper is they do like a 24-hour like stream every year for like charity or something. And like Ooh. he's literally like on camera streaming during the time that the murder would have happened. I like that. I like that. Um, it just depends on when we want him to die. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know because we had said it'd be before school started, but maybe he like connected with them before school got started because he knows he's going to be a part of the thing or they're like doing onboarding or whatever before school gets started. Cause that paper's got to be out day one. That's Cause true. this Pembroke's no joke. <laughs> yeah. Our Pembroke is no joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. We could do either. I like both. Um, but yeah. So somehow like that Minkus has to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so his answer and her answer are in episode one. Um, we might get something else in there. I don't know. Um, then I think the next episode that's easy to put things into is episode seven of eight. Mm-hmm. And I think you do the truth about honesty and the psychotic episode in that one. Right? I mean. Yeah, those have to be like towards the end. Yeah, the psychotic episode. With, I feel like even 22 State of the Union's. Yeah, I was going to do State of the Unions for eight, but... Oh, for episode eight, yes, because we're not... You're right. Um, But yeah, because I feel like the Corey Red Herring has to be like the last suspect before you figure out who it is. Mm -hmm. So episode seven. Um, I also think um, Can I Hope to Cheer You, the Farewell to Tommy, Mm -hmm. needs to happen in episode eight. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Stan Stan is just going to be throughout the whole season so mm-hmm. Tommy the the farewell to Tommy can be in episode 8 and the um, uh, and episode 2 that means because I, I want Tommy to be a fixture throughout the whole season I think uh-huh, that Tommy would need to come on the scene then yeah maybe in, in episode 2 yeah I like that see I think here's my thought if Minkus dies so we can have the engagement and the fact that she's not going to Yale be a big thing that mm-hmm. causes a lot of conflict. And then, so that night, everyone goes their separate ways and Cory and Topanga go to the chapel. Then Minkus dies, but since no one has an alibi except for 
uh, Corey, Topanga, because they were like, you can find them at a chapel, but everyone else was alone. That keeps them all in the suspect pool. Mm-hmm. And, and because Minkus dies, like everyone spends the summer apart trying to like come to grips with the tragedy, I guess. Yeah. And no one really thinks like we need to solve this. Yeah. That's not our place. We're not detectives or anything like that. Yeah. And maybe it's Corey being on the paper. Maybe somehow he like comes across some information or something where he's like, Oh, maybe there's something more going on. Yeah. You know, they're like, you got to sniff out a big story. Kid. See, you're going to be my ace news hound. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Corey. And and maybe someone else can die too. Um, Like at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. while Corey's investigating or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. The other red herrings. What if it's gambling? Dan. Timothy Chalamet. Dead? I just, okay. I just had an idea. It might be stupid. We like stupid ideas. What if the artist, what if the artist is one of the people who is graduating with Corey in the group? She's uh-huh. a, she's just a girl who's graduating with the, uh, in the group. She's already kind of established as like being artistically gifted, but she is like Corey's top suspect mm-hmm. in episode two. Because he's like, they haven't solved this all all summer. I'm going to solve it and make a name for myself at the paper. And But while he's investigating her, she dies. Oh, no. Well, I guess she would have to be uh, not Natasha Leone then. You know, the Hollywood has a proud history of older actors portraying younger characters. But I think that's just a little too far. You can veto that idea. I just liked it. No, I think it's fine. But why is she the suspect? What's suspicious about her? Maybe her and Minkus have uh, had been friends for a long time, and they had, they had been together mm-hmm. that night. And Corey just thinks, well, she was there. Yeah. She had opportunity. Yeah. So he starts investigating her. And she dies. Then why would she be dead? What got her? Because she spent time with Minkus. Oh, so it's just Nebula's gone rogue. Yeah. She's taking out anybody that had connections to Minkus. Yeah, that's why that's why she's after Topanga. Why doesn't she just kill Topanga? Somehow I'm going to Yale put Topanga out of reach. I don't know. Topanga's just she's at Yale. And Nebula can't drive. Well, and, and we had talked about how like there was a plot between Stan Stan, um uh Topanga's parents and um the Imperialist. <laughs> Played by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, the Kelsey Grammer imperialist. We had talked about how there's a plot going on, and when Minkus comes back, they know he's he's seen he's seen the outcomes. So they send Nebula after him, but Nebula's invested in this too. So mm-hmm. she she decides that she's going to kill Topanga as well because he could have told her, and then that's when. Topanga's mom goes rogue, or Topanga's parents go rogue, and get Topanga out of there. Mm-hmm. Does she know that Topanga is her half sister? I think I so, think- but I don't. I don't think Topanga knows, but right. I think she knows, and maybe she even resents her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like she's the claimed child. You're the claimed child. You're the one who, like, got to have a family. I'm nothing but a killer. <laughs> yeah, and I'm nothing but our parents' tool. Oh my. It's getting very Game of Thronesy, I think. I've only read them and it's been a long time. 
this might be what they're about. Who knows? Who can remember? Also dragons. Also dragon. Um, so Ink College Great can also be an episode two. Um, I think that's easy. Um, does, does Corey... Why does Corey go to Mr. Feeney? I guess he doesn't have to. Feeney could just show up. Mm-hmm. Say he's bored. Feeney's the killer. Feeney's the killer. Or, you know, we live in an era where you don't have to travel long distances to talk to somebody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe after the murder, Corey, um, after the murder of the artist, Corey calls Feeney and he's he just is telling him about how overwhelmed he is with classes and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And Feeney comes to help his students. Like yeah. the hero Anderson Cooper is. Says classes in session. Classes in session. <laughs> they really missed out on giving Feeney a catchphrase. Those, yeah, catchphrase. Okay. So episode two will introduce Tommy and Rachel, the two new redheads in uh, Eric's life. I guess Rachel doesn't necessarily have to be redheaded. No, I'm just saying they're both redheaded in the show. In the original, yes. Um, I think I think Eric just like in order to feel good after the murder of Minkus went to like a Big Brother Big Sisters program, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. And he's just and this is his little brother. They've really bonded. He's really taken to him. Are you typing? Dang. Um. Okay. Let's cross some of these episodes off. I can't remember the hotkey for a strength through. You literally taught everyone on this podcast. You know what I forgot? Hot key for strike through command D. Command D, everyone. Let's see. We've got his answer and her answer. Mm-hmm. Command Strip. D. No, that's a bookmark. Remove. Command, command K. D. No. What's happening? Maybe it is control. No. This is hilarious. Uh, let's Google it again. I closed the page because I was like, I've done it. Command shift X. Command shift X. That is not what it says. Um, command shift X. I think. Let's see. Command shift X. Oh, it's beautiful. You're right. We've got those gone. Okay. We've got Ink College Grant great gone. Got better than the average Corey. Yep. That one's Ink gone. College great. Uh, Santa's little helper. We we got gone. Mm-hmm. You mean we don't uh, want to include Eric giving his mother's breast pump to a little child? You know, <laughs> I'm um, to think, what was that scene like? Hopefully, we'll never know. Hopefully, um, I think Sean and Angela can break up in episode two, but mm-hmm. her and Corey start hanging out in episode three. Sean and Angela break up. So sorry, you guys. So I feel like what's a good format, mm-hmm. and again. I've only watched the first episode. <laughs> but from what I could gather <laughs> from the trailer for the rest of the episodes of Poker Face was even though there's an overarching story that's being told. Um, but everywhere that our friend, I can't remember her name in the show, but everywhere Natasha Leone goes, like on the run, there's a murder and she kind of helps solve it with her gumption and her ability to tell if someone's lying. Corey doesn't have that ability. Um but you so I feel like it's more than just like one murder at the beginning, but like even if it's like every episode, are you saying introduce a red herring every episode? But then they also die. Okay. Wait, why do they all die? 
because it's interesting. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Well, maybe not every single one. Louis well, doesn't have to die. Let's see. Let's see who our red herrings are. Because we we have. Because we know for sure that Chet is also going to die. Yeah, Chet so will probably need to die. I I like this. I like this. Okay, so we can have Louis and Gamblin Dan be the red herring of episode three. Both of them are going to die. What? They're just red herrings. <laughs> let's not. Okay, we'll just write red herrings. <laughs> um, I feel like a good halfway point is Chet. Yeah, I think so too. And he does die. Yes, Chet die. Uh, Corey has got to be the uh, red herring of episode seven. Um, we also have imperialist boyfriend. Um, so we'll do five or six for the imperialist boyfriend, and uh, Stuart would have to be for five then. Yes, Stuart five, six, imperialist boyfriend. This gives us an idea of what um, these episodes would be about and what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I like how we've never bothered to learn this guy's name. Uh, his name is... No, we don't need to know. Yeah, I don't remember. I felt like I could listen to the Dean say it in my head, but... It's probably something like Beambo or... I don't know. Um, and then episode eight, obviously, Topanga's parents... Re- and Topanga's parents slash Nebula revealed. Beautiful. Love it. All right. That does give us a good thing. So we'll introduce Rachel in two... But we'll get her backstory in three. Mm-hmm. And also, Louie Louis will take notice of Rachel. <laughs> Dude, not being straight. Uh, I thought we hadn't defined it. No, yeah, no, I, I think that's perfect. I'll say dude's being queer. <laughs> yeah, because I think she's going to date Jack and the short girl this season. Uh-huh. Um, I think probably at the end of episode four, maybe in episode five, she dates Jack. And then after that, we get the short girl. So, yeah, I was going to kind of do a themed episode in episode five mm-hmm. um, where um, we have her over the sink moment with Louie. And uh, after that, uh, in her trauma and in Jack's trauma from Chet, they uh, Jack and her end up together. Makes sense. So, But why are Gamblin, Dan, and Louie red herrings? What gives them, what makes them seem like they could have done it? Um, Maybe Minkus was a gambler. Maybe Minkus was a gambler. He did like to, he liked to play with time. He knew too much. But why would, why would Gambling Dan want to kill him? <laughs> um, You know, maybe, maybe um, Dan and Louie are kind of like organized, kind of in a small town kind of way, mm-hmm. um, kind of organized crime-ish. And maybe... Corey asks Sean to hang out with them. Yeah. Because um uh so he can get some information for him. Uh-huh. No one would believe him because he's married. Yeah, but not really. But you know. Yeah. He's dead. He's married, he's dead. Um and maybe yeah, I think maybe he did kill him because like someone who knows the future is gonna be too or maybe the Corey thinks he killed him. Mm-hmm. Because like Someone who knows the outcome of all bets is hard, bad for a bookie. Mm-hmm. It is. But at the end, that's two small potatoes for what's really happened. Yeah, way too small. Um, So that gets you're married, you're dead out of there. And we won't miss it. At some point, we need to have Corey and Topanga. I don't know. Why is he yelling? Uh, Topanga's gone to Yale. 
That's true. Yeah, I, we have to figure out when Topanga comes back. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he, she's got to be back by episode five. Topanga goes to Yale. Episode one. Corey yells out Topanga and rips her shirt. Episode one. I love it. Is, is, is that all we're taking from uh, Hugs and Kisses? That's literally all I remember. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I was I was trying to think, like, should Sean and Topanga be in a play at some point? Like, how do we do this? But that's perfect. Um, and I think we can do... We're, we're going to do episode 10 and 5. So um, we're going to do episode 7 and 10 in episode 5. So I think in episode 4, we need to do... I mean, that's where we'll have a good time then. Yeah, that's we'll have a good time then. But also, I think we could do Baby Valentine in episode yeah, 4. Yeah, I think so. But we'll do, like, Baby Thanksgiving. <laughs> Amy and Alan have a baby. So this episode is more of a um, a hospital drama. Mm -hmm. And Chet uh, is killed by Nebula, right? I don't yeah. think Rui or Gamblin Dan needs to be killed. No. I think they're just, you know, they're not really connected at all. Like, it seems like maybe they could be. But in the end, they're like, I don't even know who Minkus was. I think Chet has done some dirty work for the group. Uh -huh. He's starting to learn too much. But everyone's on high alert. Everyone's on high alert, so they poison him in a way mm -hmm. that'll look natural. But at the end of the episode, Corey finds something that clues him in. This was foul play. The game is afoot. Maybe maybe Nebula doesn't kill Chet because she's too focused on trying to kill Topanga. Maybe Topanga's parents kill Chet. <sighs> oh my. Bye. Topanga's parents. It stands in the plumber man ultimately innocent. Well, I don't think he's innocent, but he's innocent of the murders. He's not murdering people, but he's definitely in on this plan of mm -hmm. whatever it is that they're trying to do. Yeah. So buying, buying Philadelphia, I believe you said. What? Buying Philadelphia, I believe you said. Well, something like something that'll make them rich and powerful. Whatever rich and powerful people do. We just don't know. Yeah. Maybe like make it a drug den or something. <laughs> You know, powerful people do drugs. So Topanga, so Topanga comes back for the birth of Corey's brother and to support Sean as these things are going on. Mm -hmm. And that's when she decides she's going to stay. In episode five? Mm -hmm. No, no, in episode four. Oh, yes. Because we're going to cut to after the next semester and Topanga's enrolled. In episode yes. five. It's like a half and half. Um, I feel like this is like episode five. Like it almost makes sense. I don't know how we get Stuart in on anything. Because um, I feel like just on the shortened timeline, by episode five, we would need to be like Topanga's new. So there's no housing. But maybe Corey lives off campus. And so she just moves in with him until she can get something figured out. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey and Topanga living together. I like that. Ooh. I got something. Hey. In episode four, mm -hmm. um, someone tries to kill Topanga. <gasps> they fail, but they leave behind a piece of evidence that they might be behind Chet's murder too. Uh -huh. So it is Nebula that kills Chet, not Topanga's parents. Which makes more sense because we need Topanga's parents not to be in jail next season. Yes. Or at least Corey has to try to get them back together. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, and fails. And then when they go back, this teacher becomes obsessed with Topanga. And that's why Corey starts to suspect it could mm -hmm. be him. 
Hmm. Okay. I don't feel like Stuart has to die. I kind of want him to. Okay. I definitely want to. I definitely want Kelsey Grammer to die. Not because I don't like Kelsey Grammer. But, you know, the imperialist boyfriend. He's in on it. He's in on it. Um, we'll also do um, uh, Louis stalking Rachel. Rachel confronts her trauma to get out of the situation. Is this when she and Jack get together? Yep. Love it. I need to start crossing some things off up here. Yeah. So that gets rid of in case I don't see a. And everybody loves Stuart. Yep. And everybody loves Stuart. In case I don't see ya. And we'll have a good time then. And getting hitched. Part of it at least. We haven't had Sean leave town yet. I I think Sean can leave town at the end of episode four. Four four is still a little light. We can do some we can Mm -hmm. do some major Sean work there. We're just trying to get the broad strokes out of the way. Or you know, we don't. And it's all (laughs) in the imagination. Um, I think Sean leaves town. Um, and we can also do cutting the cord here, mm-hmm, um, where he's missing her. Yeah, um, reveals he's not over Angela or something like that. She reveals to Corey that she's not over him. Yeah, yeah, we can have him tell Topanga and her tell um Corey. Um, okay, so that gets rid of cutting the cord for us. We've also got my baby Valentine done. Yeah, um, the poetic license we have as a framing device for the whole season. Mm-hmm. So we can cross that off the list. Sean is writing a book about this whole thing at college. Um, Hit and caboodle. Okay, we're actually at a pretty good spot. We honestly might make this a seven episode. Um, I guess in episode six. Um, I mean, we'll we have, have Sean's life on the road. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, Corey and Topanga go to visit Sean just to get out of there since it's been so crazy. They meet Nobody's Angel. Uh, yeah, to go to a Nobody's Angel reunion concert. But murder is is on, on the set list. Are you going to kill Nobody's Angel? No. I say, but is murder, sorry. <laughs> okay. Is murder on the set list is what I meant. <laughs> The answer is no, it's not. That'll cross off 15. We need to cross off 15 and 12. We're doing great. Yeah, we're we're doing well. Okay, we need to take a stop here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to figure out what's going on in this episode. But first, we have to start setting up for season seven. The JRPG season? The JRPG season. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. What do we need to set up? I don't know. They need to pick a hall. What? They need to pick a hall. Like like a wedding hall? Yeah. I feel like that's the whole the only way that season six has been pointing to season seven is that according to Penguin need to pick a hall. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Like what aspect of JRPG do we want season seven to have? Hmm. Like, do we need to break the world at the end of this so there's magic? It seems silly, but it's nothing we haven't done before. Like, or, or yeah, maybe like, I don't know. Um, I guess that can be Futurus's problem, but we need to do something to like tease it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could we could easily take some uh, we could easily take some inspiration from the Persona games. Um, maybe something to the extent of like 
there's this regular life, but they have to keep escaping into another world. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the stuff is going down. That's where all the, that's where all the stuff is going down. Maybe at the end of this season, they fall they, into the TV. Well, I was gonna yes, they go into the TV. I was gonna say they messed with time and they've messed with demons and they uh-huh. messed they've messed with murderers. Mm-hmm. So maybe one of the murderers becomes a time traveling demon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually Minkus. <laughs> but it's actually no Minkus has to end as a hero. It's God Minkus. It's God Minkus. Um so maybe we do something something to that extent, which the Shangri-La episode might feed a little too well into now that I'm actually thinking about it. <laughs> there really is an alternate dimension. <laughs> yes. Um but yeah, maybe there's something to that. So we need to we need to just consider. Maybe it's just like Nebula doesn't actually get caught in the end. Mm. She gets named. Maybe it's like a situation where she stumbles backwards, crashes through a window. Mm-hmm. They look and she's not there. But then she awakes and she's in some alternate dimension. Oh, and we could have like a council of Nebula, Millie, and Mr. Mac Minkus. Uh huh. Like plot to ruin the lives of the people who who got them there who got them there i love it okay love that we've got it set up for the that's how get ready everyone it's a it's a council of a time manipulating minkus a satan wanting millie mm-hmm. and still a magically powerful huh a still a magically powerful being yeah millie and an assassin and yeah and an assassin it's a perfect little thing and they can set up residence in like a alternate world no i can't we, can't we never cast it. candace cameron burr and i'm kind of sad about it we never cast millie is she nebula no we never cast millie oh well let's cast millie we need a real candace cameron burr type why is Miley Cyrus the person sticking out in my brain? <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. My washing machine is done. I just heard it. We've already got Zendaya. I just feel like it's got to be someone who is on a kid's show. So like a Selena Gomez. A... Mm-hmm. What about Debbie Ryan? She oh, was on God. Disney Channel's Jesse and the Sweet Life on Deck. Oh, I think I remember who that is. Let me look. Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. Yeah, she looks great. She's a print it. Print it. Debbie Ryan, the witch who tried to control the Satan. And failed. It was put in an extra-dimensional prison and apparently escaped. Yes, escaped with the help of evil Minkus, Mr. Mac. Mm-hmm, Mr. Mackus. I'm going to write this down at the top of my sheet. Okay. So we've got the good setup. We we don't need to set it up in the seventh episode. We can set it all up in the eighth episode. Mm-hmm. We're good. Um, but we also have Kelsey Grammer's coming to town. And he's trying to win back Annette O'Toole. Yeah. yeah I'm and- not entirely sure why. Maybe because she's the dean of the school. And he's trying to get the deed to the school from the dean. Because who else would have the deed but the dean? Yeah. That yeah, he's trying sense. to take control of the school. And this... Ooh, this is an Eric and Tommy buddy cop adventure <laughs> while everyone is gone. Uh-huh. So 
Eric or Tommy or both hear something about Minkus come out of Imperialist's mouth. And they've been they've been listening to Corey try to solve this all year. Instantly they're like, oh. And they start investigating this guy and take him down for Feeney. Yes, I love it. And to help Feeney and the Dean get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, eventually they need to enlist Feeney and the Dean, and they all they all get together. It gives us be true done. Um, Did he die at the end. Yeah, yeah. Have Nebula kill him at the end. Nebula's hand sounds like a fancy uh, swear <laughs> by Nebula's hand. By Nebula's hand. Um. All right. Episode seven. Um. The crew decides to celebrate Sean. Uh. Corey and Topanga's return with a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Um, the morning of the dinner party, no one can wake up Corey. He's stuck in a dream where he sees himself committing all the murders. Wake up little Corey. Um, yes, yes. Where he sees himself committing all the murders. Turns out to be Lauren telling him he's knows he knows who it is all along or something like that. How does he? Because he does. He doesn't know Nebula exists. I, I'm I'm guessing maybe Corey has been meeting Nebula throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, she's um, just kind of been popping up. Um, and maybe he like saw her a few times when they were in middle school, mm-hmm. but doesn't or grade school, but doesn't quite remember right who she is. And then he like wakes up and he's like, wait. Why has Topanga's sister been around and Topanga hasn't mentioned it or something like that? Because Topanga is the killer. <laughs> Topanga red hair. That's what Corey wakes up and he's like, Topanga's the killer. And Lauren's like, no, no, back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run talking. through it again one more time, big boy. <laughs> one, one more time. Um, and then they have an honesty night. Um, um, maybe Rachel brings her new girlfriend to the honesty night and Eric brings Nebula. Why would he bring Nebula? Because maybe he's been dating her <sighs> this whole time. Or at least like kind of hanging out with her. Cause he is stupid and superficial. <laughs> it's true. And this is when it comes out and Nebula escapes. Well, she appears to die, but then disappears. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. I feel like episode eight needs to be the Topanga's parents and also the Tommy and Eric. Yeah. Yeah. They think they've got it figured out with Nebula, but then mm-hmm. the, the, the greater plot is revealed. Yeah, they're like, but why was she killing these people? She mm-hmm. did it, but why? Yes. Perfect. She has the mode and the opportunity, but what was her motive? Mm-hmm. And that is revealed in our seminal episode. Make sure you put in episode seven that um, Nebula is outed but disappears trying to escape. We're in cahoots with Nebula, Stan Stan, and Chet, and others in order to do something bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel like in Riverdale, the whole thing is always like to take control of the town and make money by selling drugs and stuff Uh uh-huh and experiencing the highs and lows of college of high school football yep exactly um meanwhile tommy wants eric to adopt him but he sends him to live with a good family instead 
I feel like we can bring Tommy back next season. But the family doesn't live in California. No. But the family is revealed to be Topanga's parents. No. <laughs> it's Stan Stan's other daughter and son that teaches kindergarten. <laughs> it's it's the child that that the imperialist had with Nebula. <laughs> <laughs> This is just getting to be chat GPT levels of nonsense. Well, it already was, but... No, this is good. This is gold. Actually, I like the way it turned out. A lot of, like, your idea about having a red herring being, like, the center of each episode. Yeah, I think it's fun. Thank you. That's really nice of you to say. I I, I just feel like it, it fit perfectly. It allowed us to slot everything in there real nice. Yeah. Did Stuart die? No, Stuart didn't die. Stuart's still alive. He's we in can't jail. Kill him. We can't kill him. He was obsessed with Topanga, but it was unrelated. Yeah, he was just a creep. The lesson there is don't be a creep. Yeah, I love it. I would watch this season, especially after the last two seasons. <laughs> it's just like, what are they going to do next? What sort of nonsense are these guys going to get up to now? Oh, now that we've got a premise and a and our villains for next season, oh, it's going to get wild. I'm not going to lie, I don't remember the episodes of Season 7 well enough to tell you exactly how it's going to get wild, but it's going to get wild. All right. So I just wrote that Nebula is revealed to the audience to be alive, and now part of a secret alliance with Millie and Mr. Mac to destroy the lives of the cast. (laughs) Yep. Perfect. And maybe the world. And maybe the world. (laughs) And all of creation. It's true. It's got to be a secret plot to make someone a god. Mm-hmm. And they have to go to the four elemental crystals and awaken the crystal guardians. Something like that. That's what the gang has to do. Um, I also want us I want us to reveal another Minkus. <laughs> I'm not sure how yet. He well, just pops gonna, up at the end. He's like, I knew I was going to die. We're going to have to watch the season to figure it out because I'm not sure yet. Watch season seven? Yeah. Well, yeah, that is the plan. Yeah. But somehow we got to reveal another Minkus. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a um, Final Fantasy IX and Vivi kind of thing. Or, and one Minkus has just been producing a bunch of other Minkuses. <laughs> a bunch of other Minkai. Yeah. And he really grapples with what is existence. How does one face their own mortality? <laughs> you know. Oh, am I really real? Yeah. Man, Final Fantasy also... IX is good. We could also do a, like, Minkus died this season, but his essence is in the other world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, helping the gang out all season, but you never see him until the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can figure that out next season. We'll figure it out next season. Something to look forward to, everyone. I don't know if anyone listens to these episodes. But you, you're missing out if you do. Weirdly, I was looking at the downloads, and more people have listened to part one of this than they did to the tournament, which came out a week before. Is it because the tournament's so long? I don't know. Weird. That, that seems strange to me. Uh-huh. Me too. I would think that the tournament is our most popular episode every season. You would be wrong. I don't I don't understand it. But The tournament do tend to go long, so that may be the reason. Mm-hmm. What? Us? Long-winded? No. 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 But I think we've just about got this wrapped up. Yeah, I think we do. Um, we haven't had an episode come out since our last couple, so I don't really have any listener mail. Bummer. 
Nobody suggested any casting for this one. No, no one did. They never do. We love you anyway. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let me just let me check the old Twitter just to make sure. Yeah. Should I give a quick rundown of this season now that we've got it all put together? Um, yes, please. Give it to us. Um, so uh, Sean is writing a book about the whole kit and caboodle of the whole thing. That's the framing device. Um, episode one, graduation night. Corey and Topanga go, get, go to get married, but they don't go through with it. Minkus gets killed by the murderer. No one else is with anyone, so they're all a suspect, except Corey and Topanga, who are together. But in the end, Topanga goes to Yale. Corey yells out Topanga and rips his shirt. <laughs> Episode 2. Corey investigates the artist because she has a connection to Minkus. Um, but the artist ends up getting killed because of that connection. Um, Corey calls Mr. Feeney because he needs some help. He's just like, what do I do, Mr. Feeney? Um, Tommy and Rachel are introduced in this episode. Eric joins Big Brothers Big Sisters um, after the death of Minkus, and he gets joined up with Tommy, and they bond. Sean and Angela break up in this episode. Um, I think this is the one we said where Mr. Feeney comes back. Mm-hmm. I didn't write that down. Feeney returns at the first light of the fifth day, the writers of um, Rohan. Um, episode three, Louie and Gambling Dan our focus as the red herring. We also get some of Rachel's backstory as she's kicked out of her house, as I had written down to not being straight. Um, Dan and Louie are sort of organized crime-ish, and Corey asks Sean to hang out with him to try to get some information um, to see if Minkus was somehow involved with them or if they were involved with his death. But we find out that they weren't. Um, And then Corey and Angela become friends over the course of this episode also. Um, Episode four, where we have Chet, come onto the scene. We also have Amy and Alan have their baby. Um, so we're in the hospital a lot and Topanga comes back. Um, Chad so also dies. Huh? Oh, nothing. I was just saying she decides to stay. Yeah. She decides to stay. Someone tries and fails to kill Topanga. <gasps> Gasp. Sean leaves town. He reveals that he's not over Angela and Angela reveals to Corey that she's not over Sean either. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Episode five is where we have Stuart. Um, Corey and Topanga end up living together because she doesn't have housing, but he has an apartment. So she stays with him for a little while. Um, some, oh, I read that already. Stuart is obsessed with Topanga. Um, Corey suspects it's him that's the murderer. He's not the murderer, but he's a creep and he goes to jail forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't you wish that's how it worked? Yeah, if only. Um, Louis is stalking Rachel. She confronts her trauma. Louis also goes to jail forever with Stuart. Um, but we didn't write that down, but sure, she should. Um, she confronts her trauma and she and Jack get together. Um, chapter, uh, episode six, the imperialist boyfriend played by Kelsey Grammer, um, is on the scene. Sean, we see his life on the road. Corey and Topanga go and visit Sean and they meet nobody's angel, but is murder on the set list? No, no, it's not. Um, Eric and Tommy have a buddy cop adventure trying to stop the imperialist boyfriend who we still don't know his name as he is trying to take the school from the Dean because that's what you do. Um, (laughs) And they end up joining forces with Feeney and the Dean to stop him. And the imperialist boyfriend dies at the end by nebulous hand because he failed in his mission and he knows too much. Episode seven, Corey is the red herring. Um, the crew decides to celebrate the return of the gang, which would be Corey and Sean and Topanga. But no one can wake Corey up. He's trapped in a dream, seeing himself commit the murders. And Lauren is helping tell him that he knows who it is already. 
he awakens to realize that Nebula is the one who's been doing the killing. And they have an honesty night, but he doesn't realize that Nebula is going to be there. She's been dating Eric. Um, and Rachel brings her new girlfriend. Um, and Nebula gets outed as the murderer. Um, and then their attempt to flee, they appear to die or just disappear. They're like, they couldn't have survived, but they've disappeared. No one knows where they are, but they've managed mm-hmm. to escape somehow. And in episode eight, Corey or Topanga's parents are revealed to be behind it. So they figure out the Nebula is the one who's been doing the killing, but they don't know why. Um, they find out that it's Topanga's parents that are in cahoots with Nebula, Stan Stan, and Chet, and many others in order to do something bad like take over the city. Um, meanwhile, Tommy wants to be adopted, but Eric sends him to live with a good family instead. Um, basically, it's like the show, but the family's in town, so they can still hang out. Um, and Nebula is revealed to the audience to still be alive and part of a secret alliance with Millie and Mr. Mac to destroy the lives of the cast and all creation, possibly. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. There it is. It's so good. Chef's kiss. No notes. No notes. It's perfect. If they don't ask us to write the reboot, I don't. My favorite part is to do something bad. <laughs> they're they're gonna do something. I don't know. That's not for TV We're concept people. Yeah, we don't do all the finer details. If you listened to the April Fools episode, which if you didn't, you were a fool. Um, I'm just kidding. You're lovely. Except now you know that it's a trick. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Um, but if you listen to it, you know we're great at drawing connections where they don't exist. <laughs> it's kind of a skill we have. It's a real skill set. <laughs> I think we really found a way to capitalize on it in a way that makes us no money. <laughs> no money at all. Uh, I actually got asked the other day at work if we had a Patreon. <laughs> No, nope. maybe maybe we could, but what we'd have to provide something for people who do that, and I just don't. I don't have the energy. We can provide for them. Interesting. Hello. <laughs> you get a thank you email. <laughs> you get a thank you email. You get access to our members only Snapchat. <laughs> I don't even go there. But yeah, <laughs> we're we're not there. We're not members. But you guys can hang out. <laughs> we don't support us. <laughs> we don't pay into our Patreon. I mean, I pay for the hosting fee every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. I pay in time. You do. You pay in time. You do all the editing. The labor. The labor. You're management and I'm labor. Yeah. I keep the workers down. Mm-hmm. But we will seize the means of production from you. Well, but I'll just deflect you to captivate and you'll seize captivate. Okay. I'll do it. With the help of Nebula. With the help of Nebula, Mr. Mac Minkus. We've officially descended into 10.30 p.m. on a night after we've been working and have to work tomorrow. And we're just complete, complete fools. It's true. It's true. Um, Yeah. I guess that's all I've got. Um, I do want to say just thank you one more time for listening to us. If you do have feedback about this, if you say, hey, I kind of like this idea. Or this person should have been cast instead because why are so many people from Stranger Things in the show? I would agree. You know, just having a hard time thinking of other people. Um, but yeah, reach out. Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, BG World Fever at Gmail, at BG World Fever on Twitter and on Instagram. We would love to talk with you. And please write us a review if you haven't already. 
Yeah, a nice really five-star review. A nice five-star. <laughs> Six-star if they'll let you. Six-star. Are we going to reboot every season of Sabrina next next show? I don't know if I know it well enough. Well, but, I mean, you will get to know it well. I suppose. We'll have, we'll, we can decide when we get there. Yeah, I just feel like it. It's like a comic that was made into a show that was made into more comics, which was made into a show based on the comic, but also kind of the show, and then rebooted by Netflix. Uh-huh. What could we add to that? Nothing. I don't know. Guess we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. But that's all I've got. That's all I've got. Um, so thank you for listening. And from all of us here at Boyman's World Fever. So long, world. So long. So long.